I'm Mel. And I'm Tosh. And welcome to another episode of Mahogany Momology, an online dialogue pertaining to the concern and carefree parenting of Black motherhood. And this week, Tosh, what are we what are we talking about? Mothers, yes. with, with us Let's, Black mothers. What's ooh, summertime? Let's get, get into the well, <laughs> uh, it is eh, it is we at the we at the the peak of summertime for some of us anyway um you know particularly in the south and the central but yeah I'll, I'll talk about some other other main concerns but with a little over a month away from school reopening Ooh. and I use that term loosely during our times Parents are expressing concerns about the protocols for safe distancing, sanitary practices, teacher training, all that stuff, what that looks like, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, the concern is the lack of communication between the school administration, board, and parents. And, and I, I belong to several um, mommy groups, Facebook groups, nationwide, I should say, not even local to the South, nationwide. And honestly, that's everybody's concern. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I you agree. Know, it, you know, there's a declining trust in the educational standards during this, in this pandemic that obviously started uh, from a lack of leadership at the top. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, parents are seeking alternative options for their kids' learning experience which can be stressful and overwhelming at this time. I mean, think about it. When we're trying to change schools, it is stressful and overwhelming. When we're trying to pick the right school for our kids, if you listen to our past episodes, you know, we've got a lot of yeah. factors. So throw a nice little pandemic on top of that. So um, we are going to discuss the education options and concerns during COVID-19. And, and so, you know, before we even kind of break down the facts, the specifics, uh, Mel, you know, how are you feeling? What's the space you're in right now? Man, Tosh, um, you know, I think in previous episodes, we've talked about like variety types of homeschooling or homeschooling, private school, public school. I know we haven't dived into charter or Montessori, but I feel like the space when I'm in, um, is one where I need to be flexible <laughs> um, and figure out the right flexibility to make sure my son's educated, as well as um, I'm one of those people who have to go into an office. Um, I don't know if that's really 100% that I have to go into an office, but it is required of me. So I'm, I'm, I'm feeling like, ooh, what do I, what should I do? Um, the fact that where I reside, um, I'm fortunate that they're doing, giving an option. And I'm, I'm leaning towards the online distancing option. How that all works <laughs> because of my work situation, right now I don't know. I've kind of given it to God for the moment, and then mm -hmm. I'm just trying to work through what that looks like. I mean, we'll dive more into it for sure. I feel for like sure, right. Um, but that's my where I'm leaning toward. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'll probably go. I'll go into a little bit more why. Sure. Uh, sure. That, but uh, where, where's your where's your current space at? Like with all this. Um, I I truly am I truly am at a state of uncertainty. I am truly at a space where right now I am adamant about one decision, but because, you know, I feel like, you know, we really don't know um, too much about uh, definitive um, protocols in place. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I might change my decision and that's okay too, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but truly right now, today, I'm at a feeling of uncertainty. Um, I have young, very young kids. And so I, we definitely want to take into the, not only the health cost of it, but the um, psychosocial cost Ooh. as well. Yeah. 
of it. So there's just there's just a lot to 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 consider on the table, and I know you know some arguments are either all or none kind of situation, um, but I'm I'm uncertain, and honestly, I'm at a space where like okay, I'm okay with changing my decision if you know the opportunity is is or the environment is different yeah and that's fine you know that's fine yeah mm -hmm. so, i think um, where my concerns you know kind of come into play um have been is is really when we look at in person um these buildings mm -hmm. that are little ones um, even if they're teenagers, they're still your little ones, um, are walking into. Um, have they been disinfected? How often have they been disinfected? Is that even, and I, I, I don't mean to jump in front of your point, um, mm -hmm. I know uh, some of the things that maybe you want to jump into, but um, where my leaning towards has come into play is uh, it was in I want to say it was either in California or Arizona, but there was these uh, three teachers that did summer school, not an in-person summer school, the virtual summer school, and, but they went and taught like from the building to the building was like the site of where they came and met, and then they um, did their teaching from there like virtually. And would you know that all three contracted the virus? Oh and uh, this actually just happened, like, when I say, like, just happened, like, when we're talking about summer, I knew it was in the last, this past week. So after you and I had made a decision to do this topic, it, this, this um, article yeah. or whatever news thing came out. Uh, so, yes, yeah, the three teachers, they shared one room. <gasps> they were in, like, I don't mean, like, one, like, small room. You know what I mean? Like, a classroom. Right? Because that was their, that they were supposed, and I think, I think that was supposed to, they were supposed to share the room regardless because of the topic, perhaps. Um, but all three contracted the virus, and my understanding is one have died. Oh my God. So here's my thing, and I say this to say, and I want, I, again, I don't know which, which state it was, either California or Arizona, but my, but regardless. The common denominator in all of that was the building. Is in the ventilation system. Like, I know we're going to get into some other political parts of it, but what drives me insane is now you're asking us as a whole, regardless of race, creed, or what have you, to take our children into these buildings. I don't know when they've been sanitized. Now, where I work, I know. I know what that sanitation looks like. I can speak to that. But I have not heard of too many buildings or, or people or spoke to people who literally work there saying, here's the buildings that have been sanitized. This is the type of sanitation we've done. I have not yet seen any of that information. And so we're going to hand over our children. To what? Because now I'm going to jump into a little bit of a the stop my other side thing in terms of now you're hoping to get PPE, right? Because what I mean by that, for those of you that are not catching what I'm putting down, you've got to get the face guards, you've got to get masks, you've got to get this, that, and the other, right? If it's going to be in person, someone's got to order that. It's got to come from somewhere. You all know how long it takes to get stuff being shipped in? That everybody's ordering it at the same time. I work at a company where how many of these same types of buildings that I work in all had to order stuff for PPE at the same time? Are we sure it's going to get here in time? What you say, Tosh? We got 30 days? A little over a month. So probably about five, depending on where you live, five, six weeks. Some of that stuff, I bet you, six feet of distancing stickers, then PPE guards, whatever we want to call them. So that, that's where I'm like, really? 
and it costs money. Where's this money coming from to buy this stuff? And so to your point on, on, on the sanitation, I was talking to a, a girlfriend of mine yesterday just about that. You know, I, the whole education system needs to have an overhaul in of itself, right? Yeah. Um, to even address the physical part of it, you know, some of these buildings are just very dilapidated. Yeah. Period, right? Mm-hmm. And jokingly, not jokingly, you know, you you come in there and you clean, listen, I say it, and I say this with love because I am a, you know, product of the New York City public school system. Um, you know, you 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 remove the dust to expose the asbestos. The dust was protecting that. (laughs) So now, Mm. or the mold, or what have you. So now, you disinfect, quote unquote. The other side of that, um, the other side of not even the flip side the addition to that is that teachers already pay for their own supplies mm. right and so to your point where you know where this money coming from i theorize that there may be some money fronted um to you know get some of this um, sanit- sanitary stuff, but I highly suspect that it's going to fall on teachers to come in and clean their own classrooms. So now they have to front their own money to one, get supplies, school supplies, and now sanitary supplies okay. if they can find it. Good luck. That's what I theorize. Please, please, I want to be so wrong in that. I want to be wrong. I know you want to be wrong, but look at from the start of this. So the, but, not from, I, but I'm just looking. They'll get their own, you know, math, some of them, right? Yes, 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 yeah. So I'm like, I, I, it, in the midst of all this, I work in healthcare, and there was a point where I had to go get my own mask. They have since stopped that, but you know, now you are, so now you have to think nationally, nationally, every single living body in the United States, whether they wear it or not, will need a mask. Every single day, at least Monday through Friday. At least. Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. just say you stay at home Saturday, Sunday. Let's just say. Right. right. But Monday through Friday, you get a you have to get a new mask every day. That's not gonna happen. We're gonna have a breakdown of the masks. Well, you, depending on the mask, you you don't have to every day. Um, but what we are going to see is that they are going to wear it way past their expiration date. And now we, we, you know, you might as well have not worn it at all, frankly, you know, at this point, because it serves no purpose, serves no use. Mm -hmm. Every single body, body in the United States, whether you are in a dwelling or not in a dwelling, If you are requiring, you know, of this, we'll, we'll need that. Um, so uh, can you only imagine the millions of billions of dollars, right? That's going to be, have to be fronted or spent um, in addition. Where, where is that? Like you mentioned, where is that going to come from? Exactly. What's going to be cut? 
what has to be cut politically and like like we said we're gonna we're gonna get into that politically because it's 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 the damn truth at this point something needs to be cut to free up some dollars especially if they're talking about giving us some more money mm-hmm. another a, a second round of uh, stimulus Oh. Okay, so now there there was a kitty for that for the American people. Not everybody, because there were there were stipulations, yeah. right, in, in that. All right, so there's a kitty already set aside for that. You know what 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 happened? Where where did that money come from? What was the pork barrel for that? Now we're gonna have to pork barrel something else in order to get this millions of dollars, these millions of billions of dollars for you know, adequate sanitation, PPE, you know, um, possibly yeah. extra um, money to pay uh, staff overtime, you know, our janitorial, our janitorial staff overtime to um, clean thoroughly. Mm-hmm. Where's that coming from? You know what I mean? So oh, it's, yeah. it's so deep that there, you know, we only we're only just seeing okay you know just this protocol or whatever but like you know it is an it is an onion that stinks all the hell i laugh because uh, your analogy was fantastic y'all you know we, we get to it's it's just something to think about that especially let's 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 jump in so you know some of the states with the surging rates right obviously of confirmed cases new york california um texas florida right those are the 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 ones that are contracting it at the highest rates you know faster than the speeding bullet well new york where they're kind of at a um at a plateau and you know almost at a, a the decline, but they still have a high number of confirmed cases mm-hmm, mm-hmm. overall. Um, let's be real. We are a black podcast. African-Americans are dying at a rate 3.8 more times than our white counterparts. You know, I don't know how many um, Zoom funerals I have heard about. It is ridiculous. Um, yes. And yeah, like no more than two weeks ago, I just, uh, last week, actually, last week, a family member I heard about, yes, has passed to that. So children represent 7.1 of all confirmed cases nationwide. However, there has been a 43% increase in confirmed child cases from June 18th to July 2nd. Oh, so despite despite what somebody said at a press conference? Now, I will skip over that because I do not acknowledge that. Just like Mariah Carey, I don't know her, you know? It wasn't Um, her. Him. (laughs) Um, And that is because if you've read a recent article, and I should add that to our show notes, where you've heard the surging rates of confirmed cases amongst the daycares? Yes, I did hear about that. Yes. It's alarming. 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 And typically they're the, like, I don't know, the most sanitized between school, in some cases. Well, and, and, and it's so interesting because, I mean, at the beginning of this, they, the daycares and stuff were, were essentially unscathed, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you didn't hear a thing about that. Yeah, people with essential workers, you know, could leave their children. Yes, and, yes, and, and they, they, and they were very, lately. they were very much on top of that. Like I said, me being an essential worker, I had to show um, paperwork that I was an essential worker. If you had kids in there, um, that was the only way my kid was allowed to stay in daycare was for mm-hmm. me to show proof, mm-hmm. right? I have since, like, I think it was probably, <laughs> personally speaking, it's probably no more than three weeks. Three weeks later, I yanked her out because they was acting the fool over there. But um, mm-hmm. you know, I, my situation. Because of my situation, 
I kind of almost had like a, a, a forethought like, yo, if y'all going to be reacting like this, you know, I know that it's going to increase. Now, I had no, no expectation that it was going to increase as crazy as what I read. Now, do you feel like that now was your, was the care being lackadaisical in how they handled the children or their, their establishment? Were they, or were they not taking, I don't want to say lackadaisical, were they not taking the, the extra precautions? They were not taking the extra precautions. Mm. Yes. I mean, the pre-COVID, the daycare center was a very fine facility. Obviously I, my first child was, went to the same daycare. So it, it wasn't even a thought, you know, when I had my mm-hmm. second one, this is where, you know, they were going to go. Um, but, you know, what ended up happening was that there was one confirmed case of an employee that had it. Oh. And, you know, it was just like, okay, well, how are y'all handling okay. the situation now that y'all know? Because, you know, I mean, asymptomatic you know what I'm saying just you know just whatever how are y'all handling it okay and I was not satisfied with how they were handling that mm. I said you, you know what no dog no dog now you know some and, and I was fortunate enough where I my environment was in a situation where I could pull them out. Unfortunately, you know, there there are families where that is not the case. That is not the situation. And that breaks my heart. And that, that and it, it breaks my mind. Like what do what do my heart. Do? Yeah. I was reading um there's a certain school district, um, we'll say nameless. Um I had heard and read that um they are giving the option to parents, um, distance learning versus in-person. And if a child in the classroom, or excuse me, if the teacher in the classroom, because the teacher's going to stay with the class the whole day type of thing, which is another uh, issue. Um, and the teacher uh, comes, becomes COVID positive, that the kids would have to be quarantined or could not come back to the school for like 14 days. How'd that work? Like, how would, how, how is that, that gonna work? How's that gonna work? Because again, and it's not a problem. You have, yeah. I'm like, if you have a parent who doesn't have an option, they put the child in the school for that option. So now you not only have jeopardized their health, now you have jeopardized their income. Yeah, you know, it is. So yeah. we've digressed, but the four, the forty three percent has increased, you know. But you know, um, one article, you know, the American Academy of Pediatrics, which you know you would think is a highly regarded um, organization, um, encourages children to be back in the classroom in the fall. Um, I'm suspecting again for the. Um, so a uh, psychosocial aspect of it, um, obviously. But you know, I would, I would, I would think that they would honestly be a little bit more responsible in saying something like that. I agree. I mean, I understand saying yes, kids need to be in school because of those reasons. But knowledge is power, right? If you know, you know where we are. You know what we're mm-hmm. dealing with. So while you can make that recommendation, why not say? But since we know why the kids should be in there and we know it's unsafe, here are alternative options that we can work on or do. Or here's what we recommend. And maybe that's not their their function per se, but I feel like that's where they go. Here's what we recommend doing. Yes, yes. And and not only them, I mean, we're just using them because we're talking kids, but I just think a lot of other health entities are being very vague in their statements. um, Whereas they honestly need to be definitive. You know, you are the expert. 
You know what I'm saying? You it's are an health. expert. It's called health. <laughs> you know, and I'm 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 just baffled as to why maybe some of the health entities actually in the beginning were very definitive. They were. And I think as this has progressed, I've seen some not only backpedaling, backpedaling as well as just just vagueness, just vagueness. And which isn't helping anybody. Yeah. Because now you're leaving it to, so if you're like this big, um, I, I guess I would say national organization that being vague, where everyone mm-hmm. looks up to you, I don't want to say look up to you like in this encouragement, but coming to you saying, hey, what do you recommend us doing? You're the expert. And then you're vague saying, oh, well, it might be hazy tomorrow. Okay, so do we need to put on some rain boots? Or do we need to put on sandals? Like, I need to know what the weather is going to be, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's all. And they're just like, oh, well, we'll leave it. We're leaving it to the to the local government. You know, to your to, to that point, you know, to, to that example, you know, you think, for example, we'll, we'll use like meteorology, right? Yeah. And so meteorology, you know, you can't make definitive um, recommendations, right? So they, but they can say. For example, there is a 70% chance that we will have thunderstorms. All right. You know what? It is very likely, you know, we can infer that it's very likely that it's going to rain tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to put my rain boots on. Yep. Definitely don't want to wear the sandal. Well, you know, 70% is still kind of low. But if they said, you know, it's 85%, you know, like, yeah, okay, it's going to rain tomorrow. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know how heavy, but it's gonna happen, you know. Yeah. And and you know, and and that's kind of what I would like to see, you know, because like we said, we don't we we don't know everything about this disease, you know, because it's constantly changing and mutating and whatnot. But for the most part, we can, you know, our experts that we have organizations, national organizations for can say, you know what, based on um, the configuration of this disease, the, the, the fundamental configuration of this disease, you know, there is a 80, 85% chance that it will spread and it's going to stay. And um, based on the mortality rate, it has um, affected heart, lungs, and kidneys. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, just something yeah. like that. You know, so you can, yeah, you can. And knowing can what do they that. know about how children are and how children respond and act and do things. Mm-hmm. Here's mm-hmm. what we recommend you do. Here's what, right, right. <sighs> so yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's, yeah, so that, so, okay, with that, we're confused, it's all get out, right? We're confused, it's all get out. We just as confused as y'all listening. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then, you know, go ahead. No, I was just, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, and then, you know, us living in Texas, um, uh, a few days ago, the uh, Texas Educational Agency um, put out a position statement in regards to reopening schools um, I don't know if you read it. We'll put I it. What, what, I was gonna say we'll put we'll put the link in the show notes. Um, but it was a very um, superficial statement to me um, of parent choice as far as the learning instruction and safe health practices for in class instruction. I mean, it wasn't anything novel. You know, it wasn't anything new that we didn't know already. Oh, you know? okay, okay. As Where far as as far okay. as you know, um, wearing a mask, not wearing a mask. You know, it might be possibly in class. It might be possibly hybrid. It might be possibly remote. You well, know, that's why we turn to them to be like, what are we doing? But they're going to leave know? it up to the 
individual school districts. It's just this whole, we're passing the buck. And, and so I was like, all right, cool. You know, we, I said, let me at least pull um, a position statement from another state and just kind of get the pulse of like what, you know, where they're yeah. standing, like where they are, whatever. And so like, I looked at um, the position statement from Kentucky. I just pulled it right out of my ass, right? Okay. okay. Um, they actually are very structured. Well, that's good. It provides a tentative, like I said, yet thorough consideration when planning to reopen. Mel, do you know when they published this? Uh, what, like last week? They published this May 15th of 2020. Say what now? So they published this in May. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they I know it's part of the time list, but, you know, it's July. In May. And when, and I kid you not, the first, I think one of the very first sentences is school has not yet closed, but we are thinking about fall 2020. I said, well, that's what they're supposed to do. Yeah. I love it. I said, okay. And I will, I will include that. It's about 16 pages. They have outlined, you know, what they, anticipate doing what they anticipate like i said tentative because they, they may have to change it that's fine but it helps but these i'm sure these the are considerations kentucky, i'm sure the people of kentucky are like it sets their mind at ease for the moment you know like okay mm -hmm. there's a plan despite maybe what happened at least there's some type of plan to, to start planning around <laughs> you know mm -hmm. how school can be um mm -hmm. i recently saw Oakland unified um, out in California, say they are going to be distance learning. Period. Period. So when it comes, uh, to, it, it's like the since the since the, the the country doesn't want it's like passing the buck. And it's not even passing the buck. I'm like you you have all of the information. Honestly, you need to know right now. Right. Well, yes, that's my point. And so, since the state didn't want to handle it, or you know, it, it at some point the buck has to stop with Kentucky. It yeah. stopped as a as a state, and they they took they handled it head on. They weren't going to pass the buck down to, the, to a city, and then the city passes it down to the to an individual district depending upon how that you know mapped out. And I think yeah, that's like, where some of the frustrations can lie because. People are like, well, if I'm moving, I need to know. Like, to me, at this point, there shouldn't be some, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, you know what this disease is. You know how it's carried. You know how, you know, for the most part, what's going on. You, you know, you know, you know. And I'm, I am saying it in a very simplistic way, um, but you know. But it doesn't feel like people know. They know, like anything, people have a right. Just like I have a right to say all this on, on this podcast, mm -hmm. they have a right. Right of free speech, right of, you know, performing whatever action they so desire. Um, with that being said, there's always a consequence. So why why do you feel like the buck keeps passing. Why can't there just be, you know what? We know what this is about. Or we, we have an idea like of what this disease is doing. We see that the devastation that it's causing. We know our children. Here's what we're going to um, do. Why can't it just, why can we not get there as a whole? Because it's, it's more than just making sure the kids are safe and educated. It's, it's, let, let me, let me peep, let me chuckle with something. It's an entanglement uh -oh. <laughs> of um, politics. It's, it's beyond, it's the politics of education. Mm. It is, 
and it's the politics of education and the politics and and the politics of politics at the state level or any or actually at the at the at the city level actually you know um it's it's it is so entangled it is so entangled and who gets paid for what and the funding it is well as far as yeah the funding yes because i think you know you you've read i don't know if you've read the headline but you know 45 was on some threatening to cut funding to schools if they don't reopen if right? they don't and there's no distance learning and there's no distance you know which <laughs> um let's do quick civics uh, 101 school funding is not controlled federally <laughs> um it's controlled by the state and the municipalities let them know so it's an empty threat you know i'll be like well pull up then you know what i'm saying like call your I'm bluff gonna call you on your I, i'm gonna call you bluff i think that's the reason why like oh can call that bluff like this is what we gonna do you know <laughs> right exactly so I think also people need to recognize that too. But you know, um, it it also boils down to partisan support, oh. and obviously, you know, the state that we are living in, we are in a red state. Um, elections is right around the corner, well. and um, that will either you know the the decisions that you make. The decisions that you have been making um, is either going to kick you out or, you know, keep you in office. I agree. I agree. I think um, people are definitely looking at what their who they're, what their school board people are doing um, and what they are saying. Who's at the Senate race um, and who's at, you know, depending upon which state you're in and what's uh, up to grabs um, if you haven't had your early elections or primary elections, excuse me, uh, versus what's about to happen in this general election. Um, but it's it's still frustrating because this seesaw, right? Because I think mm-hmm. it's of, of, okay, well, if I keep my kid, I'll just say air quotes at home um, and say he's an only or you have onlys out there that uh, the psychology of it, you know, the mental health. Mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. um and not to say that homeschooling doesn't allow for social being social because we've done a podcast or an episode on that um mm-hmm. about homeschooling for those of you who didn't know just go search mm-hmm. for it it's there we you know you just go search for it it's on the website um so it's not to say that i think it's just what i get concerned is people who uh may not have that I guess it's the opportunity or ability to pivot uh, or flexibility to pivot and go, can I, how, how do we, how do we rearrange this to create that win-win? Yes. And that's absolutely. where I did. Uh, because I mean, you yeah. can't do that. Or who needs yeah. certain services? Not even just the pivot part. Uh, maybe who, who can pivot, but need certain services and, the route that you were doing, um, that's what, that, that extra help came into play. How does that look, right? So, because, I mean, wow. at the, at the, at the, at the helm of it, let's be real, homeschooling is hard. Well, that distance learning is hard too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, if anything, we were forced into it, you know? That was survival. Yeah. It's hard. There's so many, there's so many moving parts to that. There's, it's not, it's not, just pulling your kid out on some level. I ain't going, you know, they just going to learn, you know, randomness Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you know what I mean? Like there is, there, there is so much to that. Um, There's paperwork behind that, you know, again, go listen to the podcast. Um, And even if you, like you mentioned, had the flexibility to stay home, that other option is, the other thing is, okay, I can stay at home and work, 
but now I have to stay at home and work and teach. And that's, that becomes hard. That's harder. Harder. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people, it's like, it depends upon what you do, clearly, right? It really does. Um, um, I don't even think it depends on what you do. If, 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 I, well, some if I'm maybe on the phone, like their job yeah, is very phone focused. But, but not even, That's not even. If I'm, if I'm customer service versus being a food blogger versus doing data entry, I need my set time to effectively do what I need to do. I can't yeah. do that, you know, uh, during waking hours if I have to do that and my kids. Yeah. I will have to either, A, do that during nap time, depending on the ages of your kiddos, right? Or some mm-hmm. kind of downtime. And, and truth be told, even on that downtime, it, it, the kids still come and harass you. Mommy, are you on that Zoom? <laughs> you know, mommy, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Okay, bye. You know, it's like. Yeah. And then wave at the people on the Zoom. Like, hey, how y'all doing? So, you know what I mean? It's, it, it, it's a lot. You are, talk about multitasking. That's on, yeah. that's on, that's on a billion. Yeah. So now your, your only time, if, if your company will allow you, is when they are down for the night. But you also tie in too. So like, it's kind of like, yo, you know. So what other options or have you looked at other options um, at this time? I don't know if you have. I don't want to. I. Or heard about. uh, Things I've heard about. As far as, you know, learning pods, I think I've, if anybody has heard that floating around, learning pods where, you know, um, a certain number of families get together and just kind of um, like a co-op, like a small co-op okay. and get a I teacher. As that wording. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. Yep. 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 And get a teacher and they you know, we'll teach the subjects or whatever, yeah. or it can be a teacher slash nanny, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, kind of situation. I, obviously that has its pros and cons, you know, everything does, like even the right pro, now, pros and cons. Yeah. so yeah. Right. The pros, your kid will get that interaction. Um, the cons though, a lot of people are it, honestly, it really boils down to the level of trust. That's that's the that's the main thing, mm. the level of trust that you have with your fellow family person that involved in this pact. Mm-hmm. And and um, it, it's like, you know, well, I know I'm not, you know, out here, you know, philandering the streets, but I can't be too sure that the next person and their family and not doing the same. Now, what about, you know, if the kiddo has extracurricular activities, you know, now they're actually out and about. So, you know, I mean, there, there's that level of trust, but, you know, it, you also have to. Also level uh, of conversation as well. Too. Yeah, exactly. Pick your, pick your families wisely. Yeah, um, because, I mean, a, person, a kid could very well be involved in sports and that, that sports team could very well be taking all the necessary precautions that they have researched and feel like they can take um, in their in their field, um, and someone around that child can still contract. Mm-hmm. So exactly. I mean, there's still a good level of trust. I just think um, I think you have to be comfortable with as long as there's good communication, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you are seeing the communication being done. Mm-hmm. handled or carried out or executed, right? Because right. I think that's where maybe some of the mistrust or concerns are coming from from a school perspective is, okay, I need some communication. And I don't yeah. see you guys executing. You know what I mean? That's yeah. that's yeah. where I think there's there's that. Right. Yeah. And don't come into the co op like come into the co op with equal partnership. 
not mm. like you are the leader and I'm listening to you, you know, like mm-hmm. come in, y'all are all on the same level. Like what do you have to bring to the table? You know, a particular in, in this time, you know, maybe you make a pact where all the parents get tested, you mm. know, and y'all frequently get tested, you know, well, frequently not, you know, like not every day, but Y'all get tested frequently to ensure that, you know, um, everybody stays negative. I, I think that's a great idea. That's, that's a very good point. Or like whatever, you know, daily temperature checks when, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the other option might be, you know, I own any. <laughs> I don't know. You know I don't know. <laughs> If some of these teachers are are listening, (laughs) looking for a side hustle. But I think that's a very good point. Um, You know, I'm I'm exploring that option, um, taking a look at what that all means. Does that mean doing distance learning and then the the kids are, you know, with other people, like you said, like a learning pod and, and then and in turn, I can contribute by doing a field trip or something because that's the other thing, too, is field trips are, you know, going to be minimal if not if, if, if any, if right. any in, in, the, in the public private school sector. So and I know, granted, you know, a lot of these museums are on a uh, I, I guess you want to say by appointment, have a ticket basis, not like, hey, you know, ain't got nothing to do today, just roll through. So. That sometimes, you know, something but again, I know if you if you so decide, decide again, yeah. you run that risk yep. legit from leaving your house to go into said facility, you know. Yeah. So, if you but again, like okay. you mentioned, just communicate, communicate, communicate. Um, I think, I think it also um, kind of jumps back to an episode we did about your village. You know, yes. this is yes. that. Ooh, I know we sometimes talk about no new friends, and and we did an episode on that. And um, it's this time, and I know we try to be timeless in our episodes, but um, if this time of COVID isn't one thing to really have you, for, for many of our moms who are listening who are not. Uh, immediately surrounded by family, like immediately, mm-hmm. not that that really, really matters in terms of COVID per se, but um, this is that time. You, you, I hope you have developed your village. Ah. Oh, hey. I'm hoping you have. It is you can't not, say that. You cannot say okay. that. Only because what if you just moved here? This is the time. Get, get, get with the village. Get yeah. with a village. I do agree with the sentiment that as a black woman with a family in COVID-19 for our survival, we need to lean on each other. I agree. I'm not going to disagree with you on that. I'm not going to disagree with you on that. Um, you are correct. I shouldn't, I shouldn't say um, you should have already had your village. You are correct. Um, but this is the time to find one, hook up with another family. Not that this is the time. Uh, I mean, this is um, race, non-race, white, black. If you want to mix it up a little bit in the village, that's your thing. But this, this is for the last. If you just hop into a new city, this is this, that needs to be your number one situation for the next week after listening to this podcast. But I'm like, you tell you to do nothing else. <laughs> you don't learn nothing else from us. And it's so it's so fun because I was talking to someone else yesterday, and um, she she has uh, multiple kids, multiple multiple kids, and um, when when all of this started to go down, the she's not one that you know reaches out like her kids go to a school far, far away, you know, like, Mm -hmm. you know, far, far away. Um, It's not, it's a public school, but it's far away. But I mean, she said the first thing she did was just call her neighbor. 
She said, I mean, I know, you know, I know my neighbor like that, but we ain't like that. I know she got kids. I got kids. She said, yo, I just called. I just legit called her. I was just like, okay, what you doing? <laughs> like, what you doing? Mm-hmm. She was like, I know, I know you work. I know I work, you know, they're, they're both, you know, married with, um, their partners don't work at the time. I'm like, what, what? I mean, and she honestly just took a chance on that's the, that's the point yeah. I'm making. She legit yeah. just took a chance and it worked out in her favor. It yeah. really did work out in her favor. So she does have a um, backup plan uh, just in case mm-hmm. um, something else goes down. But yeah, I mean, for our own survival, because honestly, at the end of the day, no one looking out for us except us. Um, you know, like the, the facts don't lie. Those mortality rates are high. Um, and we, we, and we got a, a vaccine that a trusted vaccine. Uh, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. I'm not sure of the going down rate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I understand. I, I get it. I work. You know, because you have to think about it. I have not stopped working. You yeah. Know? So you always yeah. have to think about it's the income over education. I gotta go back to work. I you need money to survive. You know that that if you are if you've been unemployed or if you've been furloughed, if you've been unemployed, um, that money at some point runs out. You know. Um, yeah, that extra part. I think um, they cut that off recently. There's an extra okay. I mm-hmm. think that's been cut off. I could be mm-hmm. wrong on my date, but yeah. I don't know. I have no idea what, what that looks like, but you know, and, and no one is, no one to me, I have, I, I can say, I don't, no one does not, not want to work. No, absolutely. Of course. You know, but I, you know, she's got shelter in place or occupation. Mm-hmm um restrictions or you know it's mm-hmm. limiting it's i was limiting. gonna say not, i think the, the normal that we used to know won't be that maybe until next year i maybe. don't know you know i think i think according to the department of labor i mean we we're getting a slight increase in the job market you know it's a slight increase but there's still an overwhelming uh, population who who was unemployed mm-hmm. since we started to shelter in place you know whatever that looked like for you in your respective state um, as of it was I think the stats did ju- late June late June okay. there were 48 million people that have filed for unemployment benefits for the first time 48 million people How many, I was going to say, how many people are in the United States? Billions? Billions, yeah, billions. Billions. Uh, I mean, we're talking about a whole state. Two couple states. That would be considered, and, and uh, you know. I, I think the, 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 the ground that shook is just, you know, people typically had either a single digit um, unemployment numbers or whatever and then literally the next day um, it was double-digit unemployment numbers so their their percentage grew by hundreds some of them a thousand percent increase yeah overnight overnight you know hard enough to handle in, in, in all sectors public and private so you know your need for income is is absolutely justified even more of a concern especially when you're considering what your options look like i don't know mel look at me i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know no yes i don't know (laughs) Um, i'm just gonna you know Someone showed a show me a picture of the Spanish flu because you know we're always comparing that. Oh yeah. 
Um, and it was an old family, probably a family of five, and they were all wearing masks. <laughs> While they took the picture, similar today, it was eerie as hell. Um, but when you think about it, that Spanish flu was two years. 1918 to 1920. So, you know, I don't know if people want to hear that or not hear that, but I think you should just to always prepare for the worst and expect, the, you know, just prepare for the worst. I think that's a good reminder that it was two years, not just a, uh, it not seems just, like it's on the radar, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, and I think people just, I, I, I don't know, people just have that misconception that, like, it's just going to come and go. Like, it's just going to be here and it's gone. Like, I mean, even when it first started, you know, people just throwing out, well, psh, by summer, it'll be, it'll be gone. It's worse than it was. I, I don't. Right. Yeah. Here we are. Due to due to variety of factors, whatever that. Yeah. Means. Oh yeah. Due to a variety of factors. So. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would mm -hmm. definitely encourage our our mothers to, um, don't lock yourself in at this moment. I mean, have an idea of what you would like to do. I mean, we are thirty days out. <laughs> you know, but be ready to be flexible on the decisions that you make. And it's okay to change it. Yeah. It is okay. Because look, they changing. <laughs> well, yeah, and, but I'm just like, it is okay because if anything, this has, if anything, COVID-19 has brought the research, the, not the resurgence, the emergence of the mental health. Yeah. And so if it honestly, just bringing your child to school, physically, you know, will help you or and your family, because they, they've even talked about like, um, psychologists have talked about like just this constant, you know, just this constant interaction or whatever has, um, yes, obviously for some been positive, but like negative, like you've been more angry, you, you started, you've been bickering about just minute things because you have been in confined space for such a long time, you know? No, you're right. So, yeah. I'm hoping that with this situation that there is an increase um, of school psychologists at being placed at schools. Um, if, it, if a school is gonna be doing in-person, in-person as well as available virtually, um, if, you know, depending upon how the schools wanna set themselves up, I, I'm hopeful. Um, that would be really helpful, I think, um, and hopefully more than one. So mm -hmm. uh, to help our children and the family too. Yeah. You know? So yeah. those resources, and I say that because of the you know insurance factor, because um, not everyone's going to have that that same access right. to the insurance. So, but if it's at the school level, that would be really helpful to our little ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then that's funding and, and ugh, anyway. Mm -hmm. I know. But mm -hmm. something as parents you can push for in your district, hey, why not? Or if anything, and, and to your point, we truly need to be advocating in our school. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did an episode on that, too. <laughs> we need to, the involvement, ugh, yeah. Yep, mothers, yep. we'd we, love to, to hear from you or, you know, maybe your dad who's listening, um, mm -hmm. and what you, where you are at in your thought process, and, uh, well, maybe you have some other, you know, learning ways, suggestions, or schooling, quote-unquote, if you will, suggestions. 
Um, so let's continue the conversation through our listener comments and questions in our Facebook group. Please make sure to uh, check out our show notes and we'll provide you with links and information um, on this topic as well as other articles and topics. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Of course, feel free to email us at mahoganymomology at gmail.com. And again, our website is mahoganymomology.com and where you can find out all of our previous episodes, many of which we referenced today, um, and uh, check out our merchandise and show notes for all of those. So there's some, some nuggets there that even we have to go back to and uh, re-listen to sometimes and go, gosh, I knew I said this, and where did, it, where did I say that, or what information, and, and things like that. So uh, always a great resource. Until next time, this is Mel. Josh. And we thank you for listening to Mahogany Mammology. Bye-bye.